Blue Jacket Shaw, welcome back to the episode. <laughs> Can't handle the heat. It's your boy, G Swizz, to my left, all the way in the Deutschland. Jokesy, Jokesy, how are we doing? All the way in the Deutschland. All the way. With you. It's true. It's true. And of course, in the southernmost part of Europa, we have the Micah Ma. Micah, how are we doing? Namaste. Namaste. Now, before we get into it, just want to give two quick shout outs. First shout out, we just released a video, a vlog, Day in the Life. Um, me and Brooke Nuneveller, friend of the show. We decided to show our daily lives and how they contrast as professional volleyball players, men's with women's. Link at the bio or check out our YouTube page and you can watch it there. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor of the show, allvolleyball.com. You know what? As I tell this, Joe, I want you to gwitty in your seat while I do this. Allvolleyball.com is the number one volleyball retailer out there. If anyone says otherwise, they're wrong. They're dead wrong. And you let them, and you tell them. That we're coming for them. And you let, let us know who they are because we're coming for them too. No matter where you're at in your volleyball career, they got what you need, okay? Name some stuff that I don't. Name some stuff that I would need in any aspect. Knee pads? I need that. I, that that's Shoe there. laces. It's literally there. What are we there? Keep going. Shoe laces? Yep, they got them. Ball pump? Oh, you bet your ass they do. Bag tag. Oh, believe it. Backpack. Come on now. Everything? Everything volleyball. I can't, I can't say. I, what about like, elbow pads? Elbow pads. They got it. If you need a headband, they got it. If you need a face mask, they got it. I don't care. Anything volleyball, anything volleyball related, they have it. With that being said. Lunchbox? Probably. Yeah, they probably got it. They that. probably got that. There's literally. I think they do. It's where do we there? What do we there? What do we do? What do we on the website right now? Um, <laughs> and guess what, guys? Congratulations. You have won. 20% off. Because you guys are listening to this, don't worry. We don't do this for all of our listeners out there. But because you guys are listening to this podcast, we're giving you 20% off with the promo code HEAT, H-E-A-T, all capitals. Use that when you're checking out the promo code for 20% off. Congrats. Like I said, we don't do this every time. But Only if you guys. hear this message, you're yeah. the special, special winner of this. Congratulations. Only very few people get you this. You did it. You did it. You did it when they said you could not. Let's get into the segment here. Joe, to my left here. Um... The mastermind, the content creator, the editing god came okay, with a very good idea for this podcast. TikTok, today. TikTok master, dude. It all it all started from just scrolling through TikTok. Obviously, we've been on that TikTok grind. I'll be I've been behind the camera. Gage has obviously been the star of the show. Thank you. What's new, everybody? What's new? It, it's okay, so, it's so right, funny seeing get... comments come through because <laughs> because everybody's like, I literally. Like, people didn't know he played volleyball or, like, volleyball <laughs> at a high level. They're like, this is the gritty guy. They've never heard him talk regularly, too, a lot of these people. Like, on our, like, some of our posts, like, it's, like, a highlight of me. They're like, oh, my God, it's the gritty guy. I cannot take him seriously while playing volleyball. Or in our latest YouTube comment, someone was like, oh, my God, you're the gritty, what are we gritting guy? Uh, uh, he's like, I had no idea that you played or just something like that. Or I can't, just always I can't take you serious, which is perfect, which is the exact flow of my life. So, couldn't be happier. Yeah, it's it's absolutely phenomenal because everywhere we go here in the Bundesliga, everybody oh gritty gritty, everybody gritty. They're waiting for after every match for a, they want Gage to gritty all the time. Building a brand, dude. We are <laughs> we literally what do we are? Um, uh, because I, all of a sudden, like this would be like this happened on many occasions. One time, Berlin had like five mascots, and after the game, one kept this freaking zebra kept tapping on me. I was and we lost. I wasn't happy, but he tapped on me, and then I look. He looked me dead in the eye. Pause for a second. And he started gwitting. He started gwitting Along with that, many other stuff, dude. Oh, my God. The fans love it. I love it. It's what we, it's what we live for. 
It's what we live for, exactly. So that's where today's topic came. I was, we've been scrolling through TikTok. We all, we're always looking for ideas. Shoot us any ideas you guys got uh, that reminds us. We Absolutely. always talk about it. We, we're always down for trends and stuff and how we can turn into volleyball stuff. So we do do our research there. But obviously in doing research, we get a lot of volleyball content onto our For You page on our Out of System account. And there's so much stuff around club volleyball and specifically on the girl side because it's in girl season for most parts of the U.S., um, people are at events, cr- being creative, creating some cool content. And it had me thinking because we never have really spoken about our club volleyball lives. Like, I think we've talked briefly about our experiences with our dads and stuff, and there's tons of more stories from there. But I wanted to get into a little bit about our just experiences from club volleyball days because there's so many great ones. And even just sitting here when I brought this topic up to the guys here, immediately they <laughs> we started just – rattling off stuff that's happened to us in our in our uh club careers i guess and so for us now we've been out of it i've been out of club for how many days it's you're 25 like eight, nine years. seven years seven years almost seven quick maths years, which is crazy even like being out of college now for almost four years it seems yeah. like it was like pretty recently that we were just in college but it's four years that's a whole that's pretty much a whole career right there college career four years coming up here at the end of the spring um, but for us now, about almost eight years now that we've been out five of years volleyball. for Gage. Uh, for people who don't know, my brother and I, our family, uh, operates a volleyball academy, Pacific Rim Volleyball Academy, out of Northern California. Micah grew up pretty much was uh, he and his father and his family were the ones that uh, ran Kaluko. They didn't. Run. You no. guys didn't run. It. I, I no no no. You didn't run it, but I literally mean you you ran it like you ran it. No no. Definitely not. <laughs> you ran it, Blake. But my dad like, was every, our coach for sure. Our dad was our it, coach. Put the team when people back. think when people think of Kaluko in Hawaii, they talk about your guys' team. I think that's I think that's pretty. You you can. Uh, there's a lot that. of good teams. There were a lot. of There good is. Micah. We're talking about you could when people talk about Kaluko. There's one team they talk about though, in the history of the club, uh, and it is the Micah Maaz team with a lot of guys that you guys have seen us. Um, talk about bring on the show, local legends, um, local legends exactly. The Kooky Man shout out uh, in Uncle's Fishing. Go check him out if you're in Hawaii. Um, but I want to start off. I, I think Gage uh, has a couple good ones. I, I wanted to just kind of a little round table session here. You sure you don't want to um, start, bro? Talking about our best and most vivid memories from our club experience, and I wanted to kind of make sure that we talk about every different like element of the club. You should scene. start, Joe. You should start. You want me to start? Okay. I, w- I wanted to get in uh, quickly about tournaments and for people to understand kind of our experiences with tournaments. I don't think <clears> we've <throat> talked too uh, in depth about this, but definitely the biggest memory that I have, um, or not the biggest memory, but one that kind of first came into mind is, for people who don't know, we've talked about on the show, our dad is, our father was our coach from when we were seven and six years old through our club careers. And he he's one of the most intense, serious people you'll meet. Anybody who kind of meets him at first is usually pretty scared of him. Uh, but you, he's a pretty quiet guy until he steps into the nine by nine parameters of the volleyball court. Uh, and then he kind of <laughs> uh, changes. He doesn't change actually. He's always intense. But he has very specific rules always, you know, in his team, especially with my brother and mine's team. He's gotten a little more lenient over the years. But when my brother and I were playing, when Micah played with us, there was always very specific rules. And when we would travel to club tournaments, uh, it was like there was absolutely no screwing around at all. It's like you're there to be with the team. 
no questions asked, everything. It's like, if you're not on the court, it's video sessions. It's, you know, get it, going out, getting food. It's getting ready for the next match. There's no, like, going off with parents, going off with people. And so one of the most vivid rules that always stuck out with me, uh, no soda, no fried food, no junk food ever, the entire tournament. When you get there from the day you arrive till the end of the tournament. Which doesn't really make any sense when you start there, but it's just more about the discipline thing. Yeah, yeah it's it, for my dad, it's all about, exactly, it's about the discipline, it's about, you know, being mindful of everything and, you know, having rules and following them. And so, obviously, if you're eating junk food and stuff, it's not helping you. But at that age, yeah, it, it's we're kids at that point. So... It's our second nationals. It's 2009. We're in Atlanta, Georgia. And my grandmother, I, no, somebody there, I can't even remember who it was, bought me some like fried dough uh, with powdered sugar on it. And I didn't even think about it because I'm eight years old and somebody just handed it to me. I just start eating it. And I remember my dad comes around the corner <laughs> in the convention center and just sees me stuffing my face. And it's like the second day of nationals. And he, I just see this look, and I realize as soon as he sees me, like, oh no. And I'm eight, Grant, I'm eight years old at this time. And even at this point, my dad absolutely took my, he was always, you know, a little more intense with my brother and I just because we're his sons. But he takes me and makes a complete example out of me in front of the team, just starts screaming. I, I was crying the whole way home. He was just talking about, like, how I was going to be benched. I wasn't going to play. I'm eight years old. And I just totally forgot. Somebody handed me some, like, fried food. I just started stuffing my face. And uh, and these are one of the rules. You know, for him, you break a rule, you have punishment. So I was benched the next match because I ate fried food. And that's just, like, kind of the – like, those were kind of the, the building blocks of our uh, of our team that we eventually went on uh, to, to build – out in Northern California, but for us growing up, I have so there's so many memories of that, and you know, new guys coming onto the team and always breaking rules and kind of learning. Gage and I, we get I got that done kind of early on in my career. Uh, Gage never learned from any of the Along lessons the street, that, baby. <laughs> that he broke uh, throughout his career. He he, I think he easily was late for practice. Whoa, whoa, if you were whoa. to put it over over under, how many times in, in your club career do you think you were late, late to practice? Yes. Well, first of all, I always drove with dad, so you can't be late if the coach is your dad. Right? You were still late. Of, I was late. Significant. Practice or three, games? I ran games. Show up late I, was to late up, I was late to one game. First about Boba Bay. I think 12 years old. No, I remember these things. No, too. was it? I promise you I remember you these were, things. I'm telling you right now. Name another time. You can't. And then also, I was late to practice around four or five times. And half of those and two of those were BS. Tell them the punishment for that. 200 laps. If you're late. That's about five miles. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) around there. One of them was BS. It doesn't matter if you're two two seconds late or 30 minutes late. One of them was BS because it was right before nationals. We had double days. And I'm on the side of the court 10 minutes before I start kind of rolling out. And we have burn, our pre, our, uh, and it's not. It's not explain, like you gotta explain some of these things. Yeah, well, people don't understand. Well, first off, it's not like me to kind of sit out of a, of a warm up game. I don't know why I would do that. That's very not part of who I am. Just because I like the warm kids are my some of my favorite. Um, but what happened is we played burn, which is uh, a game where you play volleyball. Everything's legal except overhand attacking tips, anything like that. So it has to be two hands, like throw down stuff like that. Anytime we put the ball over, you rotate. We played smalls versus talls, so it got really competitive. Obviously, me and my brother on the same team. So I got even more competitive, right, when we're on the same team. And every every team at Pacific Rim does it. I think I, I don't know now, but they did it back in the day. 
and I'd be rolling on the course our 10 minutes before burn anything else. And then about, I was like, hey, I'm gonna be a little late to burn. I'm literally on the side of the court. I've been on the side of the court. I was the first one there. Five minutes right there in the burn, I hop in. Before I hop in, my dad comes in, points at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, what do you, what do you mean? He's like, you're late. I was like, I'm not late. I've been here for the past 15 minutes. I was the first one here. He's like, no, you're not on the court with your stuff on, you're late. So there he goes. He's like, we have two courts facility. Puts me on the other side of the court. Puts me on the other court. Joe Peacock, assistant coach, with a, with a, a timer as well. Or a clicker. I had to run 200 much. laps. Yeah, 200 laps for being the first one there pretty much. And the thing is, my dad doesn't lower the net. It was like on a 7-4 women's net. <laughs> so you're like hunting oh, over this net back and forth. I'm like, oh my God. 200 <laughs> laps, about hour in practice. You know what? I just started, you know, you go through, you go through different, you go through different stages, right? You got this first stage, you're like, F this, F this, F this. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this really fast. And then you're like 20 laps really, really fast. You're like, oh, you're like, you know what? I'm going to jog this. You know what? I'm going to gritty this next one. You know, so you get like really more creative. And uh, one of the many, many times I was quote unquote, Late. That reminds me of when he was up. late, and no, 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 sorry, was maybe he was late and he didn't have a sh he didn't have a shirt, and <laughs> Pat had a shirt, but had wore that shirt at the first practice and it was like soaking wet, it was sopping, and it's like oh I have a shirt, and it's like oh perfect okay, and goes into the back, brings out the shirt, and it's like no nah, I'm not wearing it. And Roger's like, you either wear the shirt or you do 200 laps. And sitting there, he's like, nah, coach, I'm doing the laps. And he just went <laughs> on the other court and he just immediately started running. Not running, walking pretty much. Ba barely, <laughs> barely jogging. I don't even think he practiced that day. He didn't even finish 200 laps, I don't think. One, sometimes guys would just leave. Be a guy after he's done, he just leaves on the house. Yeah. I had to run one time for the rest of practice. And it was like the first drill of the day. So it ended up being like an hour 45, but I was like just so jacked up with ADHD and whatever. <laughs> because in, in at Punahou, I was way, I was a loose cannon. But like when my dad's my coach, I'm actually going to get beat. So I would do nothing wrong. Or I would try not to do anything wrong. I would still mess up, but I would try my best. But I would always snack during practice in middle school. And I would bring like, 20 soda crackers and fill my pants with them and just be eating them the whole, the whole, the, the whole practice. And, uh, I was eating one in the middle of, and he's like, stop eating the crackers, Micah, stop eating them, but crackers. And the very next serve, I decided that I wanted like the person in position one to like hike the ball at me from like the, from the three meter line. And that I was going to come and do a jump serve off that off there. Like, what is that even called? Hike. Yeah, hut, hut, hike, snap the ball. Yeah, snap off their snap of the ball. And I and he so he did. I jumped up. Crackers fell out of my pockets. He's like, "How many crackers do you have?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got a lot." And he's like, "No, oh, it's not running." And I was just like a freaking piece of work. So I just started running. And I could have ran for days. I was I don't know where I got this energy from, but I just started sprinting <laughs> like crackers, man. Carvalho sprinting. And I'm obnoxiously sprinting for like 10 minutes. I don't know why I was not tired. <laughs> Finally he stops me. And also like there's three courts, but I'm sprinting. We're like, like so fast that like when people are going back to serve, like they're constantly having to wait for me. Like, cause I'm coming in hot. And uh, he's like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Just stop. 
And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to stop. I got this. So I just continued to run, and I ran <laughs> I for an hour 45. <laughs> also, I have some good stories from that year. That year was an, a really good year by me. Um, we had this rule by the team that if you clap two times – you're allowed to slap anyone's butt as hard as possible. And cause it's like fair warning. And so <laughs> the coach is bending down to get his clipboard and I'm looking at everyone. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I clapped two times and I lit him up as hard as I could slap his butt. And everyone was just silent. I was like, oh my God. And I didn't get in that much trouble for that. I don't know how, but he was just like, he probably was just so shocked. Maybe he liked we it. Kind of, he just kind of looked at me and I looked at him and that was like pretty much it. We just continued on. Yeah. I don't know how looks... I got away with that. Okay. <laughs> nice slap. Nice slap. Good pass. Good chat, man. Shout out to you. Dude, Dude that's, that reminds me of uh, in high ringer. I also made him oh. have eye surgery twice that year. <laughs> How? I I was on the box and I was going for a block out, <laughs> and like the blockers were like supposed to come and you're supposed to hit into the like into the block, to work on the block. But I just completely like turned and went for like a huge block out, and he was just standing like outside the pole, <laughs> and I hit him here and he detached retina, so he had to go get surgery and he came the next the next week with an eye patch. And I, I completely botched the serve and hit him again. <laughs> that was like completely an accident. Another surgery? Did get another surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can back me up on all this on my team. Oh, I, I. But our team was so good. You know what the score with the final, the finals was? We played HBA. Guess what the score was in the first set? In the finals, state finals. Well, it's middle school, so like twenty-five oh. eight. Worse. Oh no. Two? 25 1. Oh. Served until like 23, <laughs> I swear. 25 1. 25 to 1. Jesus. That was an unbelievable. The crowd went nuts when they scored. Ladies, that's that's kind of sad. Everybody cheered. Everybody cheered. Both both sets of parents, everybody there was standing up and cheering. Oh, Did you guys cheer? <laughs> No, but it was it was bad. I've never seen something like that. Jesus, dude! In in high school, we didn't ever physically injure our coach that I remember, but we were we were the like we were just ridiculous. Our team was ridiculous with our high school <laughs> coach too. I remember one day specifically, just because I have a video of it, that we just didn't give a crap in practice at all and we were just messing around like there was a date he got so annoyed he just made us play jenga we played this jenga game in the gym because he was so annoyed with us in practice but there was one day one of our guys just thought it'd be funny because our coach is yelling at somebody the guy behind him takes off his pants so a couple of us others just take off our pants everybody takes off all of our pants and we're just sitting there playing without any more pants our coach tosses the ball <laughs> And he just has no idea what, like, he just completely lost control. We're just running around without any of our pants on. I think that might have been the day we made play Jenga. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think that got to the point and, where he just made his Yeah, Jenga that sounds like that day. And I also, I, when you, especially when you guys left, I would always find myself in underwear during practice. I would always just, take, just end up just like running off. around with my underwear. In and they'd bring like girls to practice too. But it would just be like, oh crap, Gage is taking his underwear. 
Oh, Dude, okay. there is oh, there was yeah, one. Yeah, you day. were that type of kid. We had a kid like that too. He always had his clothes off. We put him in a uh we put him, you know those puzzles that like those like big puzzle pieces that are like foam and you can build yes. bu- build yeah, yeah. uh big boxes out of them. <laughs> we were in Latin class and we were in the back and we built a box and we put him in. I don't know how he did this because this box was tiny. We put him in with his clothes on. And we open it, and his clothes were—he was completely naked. Hey, I can—I can, I can understand. It's a magic trick. I can he understand. also got suspended. Oh God, I don't know if I should say this. You should say it. Nobody knows. No, he got suspended for for a different case of nudity as well. We can we can bleep out the name. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So we had this, <laughs> game, we had this game where we would run to the. Uh, Jungle gym, th- me and two other guys. I will not say their names. Me and two other guys, and we would sprint. And who would be out? It's kind of like a, a version of tag. Whoever is the last one up the slide is out. And you can do anything you want, full full contact. And so one day I'm the last one to get to the slide, but I decided I was going to take off this guy's pants. <laughs> so I went for his pants, but I got his pants and his boxers. So at this point, I decide, okay, I'm, I'm going to be last anyway. I'm I'm leaving. So I just ditch. I leave the, the slide, and I start sprinting through the buildings. He's chasing me, and the other guys, they're both chasing me, but he's butt naked. <laughs> chasing me through the whole school. They finally corral me. They tackle me. And he moons me. He puts his butt. He sits on my face while the other guy is holding me down. And... And we're in seventh or eighth grade. We're in seventh grade. And the fourth or fifth graders have recess at this time. And we're like right in front of them. <laughs> and they all go, and he goes, yeah, you like that? And he turns to them and he spreads his butt cheeks at them, bent over, bent over. But right behind them was the teacher. Oh, and, she, and she turned and sees this. Oh, he was, and he, and rightfully so, he was so mad at me. He didn't talk to me for a few days because I was the one that took his pants, and I was the one that got him suspended. So. <laughs> you like that? I also got him you suspended like another time too. I got him suspended twice. He was not happy with that. Not with me. What happened? How many times did he get suspended? No, the second time we were just playing games on a laptop, and it was not my laptop, and. It was on his, but they caught him, and he was just pretty mad about it. It's rightfully so. It was my fault too. How, how many? You weren't allowed to download. Spending? You weren't allowed to download games. Right. We were playing yeah, a game yeah. that we we had downloaded. What? How how many times did you get suspended? A few times. A few t- more than him. I know, you've told me. I you've told more me a bunch him. of stories. Yeah, I've been suspended a few, uh, more than a handful of times for sure. I Gage got sent to the principals a bunch. I got sent twice, but I never got suspended. You get under the hall stall. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy was playing hide and go seek, kind of similar to the story here. Playing hide and go seek, be like, oh, can't find me, can't find me. Goes in the stall, goes in the bathroom. Actually, starts going to the bathroom. It's like, ah, you can't find me, you can't find me. And then you know me, you know a challenge accepted. I shoot <laughs> under the, <laughs> I shoot under the stall. Gotcha. Wrong person. No, 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 right person, right person. But he's going to the bathroom. He's like, ah! but you, but you got in trouble for that. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was, I was so mad well, about. Who like, found you? He, like, Joe told on well, you? No, he went to the principal and told him that. I was Joe Worsley. No, no, no. This kid, there. there was this kid. Was oh, a the different kid. kid. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a different kid, and he went to the principal. He was like, yeah, he was looking at me while I was going to the bathroom, and he peeked his head <laughs> under. I was like, well, he said I couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. that's a good guess. Or, I yeah, mean, that's but, a good excuse. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh yeah, so tell my coaching stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so background. <laughs> yeah, back onto volleyball. That was a school. No, 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 no that's great. That's great. A, a little background. Gage and I. Mostly uh, Gage. Well, when I was there, I was the same. I was part of fall ball too. Like but obviously, you were there because you were younger than me. Four years, baby. But legend, fall ball legend. We were in charge of the fall ball kids. Basically, it's like after school, like young, young kids from like six to ten years old come to the pack room facility. Kids who are not old enough to play, it's, no, it's, Gage, it's 6 to 10 because it's kids who can't play volleyball yet on in teams. School too, in high school teams. That's why it's middle school. Trust me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday was the older kids. Tuesday, try, I lived this. Okay, I lived okay, this This doesn't years. matter that much in the story, Gage. Four years. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because the story I'm about to tell, it does matter. <laughs> Whatever, Gage. I believe Gage. Uh, Thank you, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gage is always. Should does. I just get the backstory here? Okay. Yeah. You, All right. So what Joe was saying, fall ball is the kids who can't play high school because they're not old enough yet. So they range anywhere from six to fourteen. Monday, Wednesday, Friday was the older kids, around ten to fourteen, twelve to fourteen, etc. Right. Tuesday, Thursday was the living embodiment, little demons, little, little little demons spawns from hell would come Tuesday, Thursday, and they would range anywhere from about six to nine. Like I said, ten was older group. Um, and uh, let's just say I had to get very, very creative in keeping them entertained. Because for those of you who, for those of you who coach little kids, most night, well, at least for our group, ninety percent of the kids that were there, their parents made them come there. So when they went there, they were, I would say, they weren't, I wouldn't quote unquote athletes, athletic, nor do they want to be there. And they're very sassy kids who their parents made them be there. So if you're gonna give me that sass back, and I had Adam for about. I had to do it for about two hours, Tuesday, Thursday. Two hours with six to nine-year-olds that don't yeah, want to be there, that are sassy, time. with big mouths, especially nowadays. Oh, man. And I'm not one to hold my tongue either. So I got creative. I was like, okay, two can play this game. I could legally, luckily, I could legally and just kind of put it as uh, coaching, you know, stuff, <laughs> right? So what I would do, the first thing I kind of realized, um, they would, they would, they would always talk back and they wouldn't listen and everything. I was like, I don't care if you're good or not, but I care about your attitude. That's the biggest thing, right? Like for me, I was a little, I was a little shithead back in the day, but I would just go hard at the volleyball party, you know. So with these kids, they were like, nee, 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 nee. I was like, okay, two can play that game. I had a cart of balls. They had two. There were two balls that we used. We used the volley lights, which the U12s use. And then you have the like balloon balls that you can buy at Target. You know what I'm saying? That like you bounce around. So what I would do is I would line them on the wall. There's about ten to twelve of these. Kids. I've seen some of these clips. These are yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do we have, have them 10... still? I don't. I don't uh, think so. We could edit them I don't in. think so. I've seen. I, I some try of them. to. I try. I, I I try to find them, but I don't know if I can. So for about there's about ten to twelve kids in these wall, right? And the, and the wall was like the size, like the the width of the of a volleyball court, and I gave them these parameters. I was like, all right, dodgeball, me versus you. You're going to work on your footwork today, ladies. So I would grab a three of these balloon balls, and I said, okay, I'm going to hit it at you, and you got to dodge it, and each one I get, you know, you got to back up. And, you know, I started at the 10-foot line, and I gradually got closer, and I would just unload on these kids. I mean, would I, it would be – at first, they were like, okay, let's play, let's play, let's play. And then luckily I have a heavy arm, 
I would toss it with my right, like so I can get my full tor- torque into it with my left, and the sound, the crack from this ball, and then it was also a cr- concrete wall that they were on, and they couldn't leave the wall. So I, I remember my first swing, I went, boom, and then smack against the wall. The first one, I always sent like a warning shot, a little above their head to give them like, ah! and then all of a sudden it was like scattered much, like, ah, ah, and they were all running along the walls like. Don't you leave that wall! And I get another, luckily I had two or three with me, and I just started beaming these kids. Douge, douge, douge. I was like, you're gone, you're gone. And obviously the ones I didn't like, I would just go after first. Doo, doo, doo. And eventually I ended up with like one or two kids. Those are not good. No, guys and girls, guys and girls. No, they had it coming. So then what would happen is, then I would have them all, like I said, if you're out, you're also hitting at them. So I had like 10 or 12 people, doo, 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 and they're just trying to dodge these balls. Eventually we get them out. Another thing what happened was, um, when they were getting, I was like, all right, we got to get really creative with our, with like how we can do these times. I'd have shagging championships. So I'd be like, all right. I'd be like That's too right. lazy to shag the ball. I'm like, all right, we're going to do time trials. And we're going to have, we have a round robin here. And I'm going to go to the championship playoff mode. I should take about, I didn't look at things with like, okay, like what I'm going to do this, this. I'm like, what is going to take up the most time? Cause these kids don't want to be here. Let me enter. This is basically daddy daycare. This is what this is. Yeah. So yeah. I'd chuck the balls out and I'd be like, on your mark. Cause they go and then one by one and I'd get all these kids so hyped like let's go like you're like ah and they'd be like and these guys would go crazy and these people would go crazy these kids would go crazy I, I tricked one of these kids to do to to freaking uh, vacuum the lobby too to, <laughs> I swear to God another time I, I learned this drill a long time ago you're like incriminating yourself right now <laughs> it's it's but after a certain amount of years it's not legal anymore right or whatever. I have no idea. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out if the podcast releases. So another time, what happened was I learned this this uh, this drill with my dad when he was younger. He would uh, what he would do to work on communications. He would use pre wrap and blindfold kids. But what would (laughs) happen? This is just ridiculous, dude. No, listen, listen, listen. So what would happen is, but they'd be like it'd be at like the uh, like a camp, like when dad's coaching in college. Like farmhouse. It it was like it was called the farmhouse. It's actually good, but like the setting that we it was not it was not the best setting at the Packard facility. So, but they'd be in this giant gym, and basically you give them an animal. They got to go on. And they gotta pretty much crawl around, right? They gotta crawl around, and let's say if you're a cow, you gotta be like, moo, moo, and then find your other cow across the gym. Now, is a big gym great, but there was nets in here, they gotta go through no. two courts. I'm like, all right, on your mark, set, go. And then so you have like these, <laughs> like six different. Moo, day like going on at once. If you just walk in that gym while we were doing that, oh my god. <laughs> Also, I remember I was like, these kids were getting really snarky one day. I was like, okay, you know what? You guys want to get snarky? You guys had a lot of energy. Let's do a little workout, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had these kids doing a circuit, core circuit. These kids are like pretty young. I had these kids like doing like a core circuit, like super, super young. I'm like, all right, you got jumping jacks. You got jump rope over here. You got core station. You got, you know, it was like an army boot camp. And- oh, no. Leave that out, Harry. <laughs> then my my lovely assistant, who was just tired of these kids, he's like, you know what? He, he just amped this day, and this is his thing. And he was just, he was so fed up with these kids because these kids were demons, the spawn. And um, uh, he was like, he was like amped up, especially. He's like, you know what? He's like, because we have a, a bunch of weight racks in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Squat racks, dude. So many. Oh god. <laughs> so-
So what happened? Oh man. So what would happen is um uh so he's like, you know what? He's like, let me let because I had the I gave him the circuit. He's like, let, let me take take the weight routine back. I was like, all right. I was like, I was like, no, I was like, no. These are way too young, way too young to be doing this. He's like, no, 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 no that's good. I know, I know what to do, I know what to do. I'm like, okay. I was like, all right, everyone listen up. They're taking back. Just follow line, single file line, follow them back. Follow them back, right? They go single file line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> miss those, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to go get water. And I was going to meet up with them. So I go get water. And then I'm like, all right, after like 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds, I go out to the gym. And all of a sudden, I just hear this just like music just blasting, just blasting. I'm like, what the hell is I have them doing over there? I just remember thinking to myself before I turned that corner to see what they were doing around <laughs> the corner. I was like, for the love of God, please, bleep out all these names. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> I was like, please, for the love of God, do not have these kids be doing anything insane. I turn around the corner. The first thing I see is this 10-year-old guy, this 10-year-old boy trying to lift a squat rack with just like, just like trying to like push it up, just struggling. And I go, you mean the bar? Like, yeah, yeah, the bar. Okay. I'm like, sorry, bleed that out. <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you doing? They can't do this. He's like, no, 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 they're okay. They're okay. I was like, I was like, you need to chill right now. He's like, you need to chill. And we, he had him doing this, the gnarliest action. I was like, we got to shut this down now. We got to shut this down. And eventually we got him off the squat rack. And then that's why I decided to do yoga with them to end the day. And I, I turned the lights down. Luckily, we had a little light from the ceiling. And uh, we were doing namaste yoga for the rest of the time. Nap time. And that was my fall ball chronicles. Um, yeah, that was, that was some, of my, some of my best work, some of my Dude, most creative work. You know what the thing is with like, kids like that? Is a lot of those kids is they'll give in. Like when you kind of push it. Because we always talk about with kids who like, have a lot of energy – and they don't want to be there, and they just want to like talk back and stuff. It's like, all right, you just do stuff like volleyball drills that just make them tired, pretty much, and then they'll, and then they'll settle down. And not always. The thing, the thing with Gage, myself, and Micah is that when our, I think when our coaches in general try to punish us, we try to like, we try yeah. to almost get yeah. back, like yeah. get back at him. So like, if we're our tough dad, horses to break. Yeah, it like my dad. I I know everybody has. A couple stories about this, but one stands out to me because my dad uh, was having us run, and he was uh, and we had to get back in a certain time. It was called 14, so you had to do a certain amount of sprints under a certain amount of time. And me and our middle, we were like so mad, so we were just kind of like, you know, we would always make sure that we were a little slower because we're like, we're gonna make my dad stay here all day for practice, and like we're never gonna practice today. Like that yeah. was kind of our logic. And so we'd always like finish like a little slower. And then he was getting mad because he knew that we weren't pushing through the line. Yeah. And he just throws us out. It's like, walk home. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I am in my knee pads, volleyball shoes, ankle braces. And I literally get like this close to walking on the freeway and just like walk. I'm like, I'm going to show him. I'll walk on the freeway. But instead I go over this super dangerous like highway over the top of this hill in the oncoming traffic in rain. And I'm just walking on the road. <laughs> and and I like I'm just like fine. Like Got usually him. most most like he would have probably come out. My mom would have like made him like all right, let's go. We're driving you home. He just yelled at me, but I'm like nope. All right, I'm gonna walk. We live like nine. We live like eleven miles from the facility. <laughs> yeah, not close. Eleven but, miles on the freeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like Easily. freeway all the way almost. 
but there's no yeah. like I'm thinking of that at, like that that route. There's like certain places where there's nowhere to walk. Yeah, and it was pitch black, and I was and I just and I went on the oncoming traffic. I was so close to going on the freeway, and I'm like, yeah, I could get arrested though for that. So I didn't want to do that. I wouldn't have known that at 16. Uh, so I decided to walk Can over you? like. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. route I took was way more dangerous, so the freeway would have been way... There's <clears> no <throat> safe route in this. Yeah, there, there wasn't no, a whole lot of safe not. ways to get home. Like maybe, like, backyard. But that's, a, that's how, like, in general, anything with our coaches, they try to, like, piss us off. It's like, okay, I'll be here all night. I'm going to yeah. make him, like, oh, you want to punish me? I've okay, gotten so be- much better at that. I will admit, I am not at a, like that at all anymore. But as a kid, I, mean, yeah, I was. At, at I this age, it totally for us all. Now I'm... I would say I'm one of the most coachable. Not to toot my own horn, but I I don't really give coaches a lot of issues. I can kind of just do my thing, and I'll give I'll just, respect you, and yeah, you just learn to hold your tongue. Listen, I think that's and, like all yeah, us. Yeah, you hold your tongue more. But for sure, we are all like that in some ways. Yeah, I'm speaking of except for with my dad. Like I said, I would never. Yeah, yeah I could same. never. But even this, like for you, the sprinting, like when he told you sprint, you're like, all right, you just full out, like. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, I was doing that kind of stuff. But even with my dad, I knew not to push the limit because he he he's not stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he knew, and he knew me well, and yeah. There's different consequences, but outside of that, I wasn't afraid of nobody besides him. Yeah, with the dad coaching, my dad had, my dad had to deal with some there's one characters, but also yeah. just some not. One time, I actually, I actually one time, I played with a cokehead one time. I didn't even realize it. And it was the craziest thing. He would always have stuffy noses too. And I wouldn't know why. I didn't realize he was he was he was doing it till way later. See, our team was always filled with like people who were actually like going somewhere and doing well in college and stuff like that. But this kid, he had he was wild. He was always he always had good energy too. A lot of good energy and he had stuffy noses. He was always like had balls to the wall. <laughs> and I had no idea why. And he's like, see, you have any stuff from like my nasal? I'm like, like, you, why are you sick all the time? <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> and this kid was crazy too. He went on a college recruiting. And here's the thing, with my dad, usually this is like the one outlier. He's always coached like the best of the best. But this just happened to be one case. He he went on a college recruiting visit, got kicked out of the college college recruiting visit because he went and he was just partying too hard and like doing drugs and got caught by the coach. I mean, this guy was absolutely crazy. He was just he would be like driving like. So fast, always, all the time. And I'm like, this guy, what is wrong with this? And apparently, faster than Joe, faster than Joe McSpeed. Well, I learned that. Well, this is all I learned this stuff all afterwards, but like, apparently, we'd have double days, and in between double days, he'd go in his car, snort it up, and then get back in there. And like I said, kid had great energy. He just had a little, hit a little issue, if you get what I'm saying. Dude, people have to understand too. I'm pretty sure Mike is right in the boat with your guys' team. Dude, none of our guys. We didn't even know what a party was. We didn't do anything. Yeah, our team. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Gage and I, like we didn't do anything. Uh, at that point, it was just like volleyball, go to Chick Fil A, hang out, go at night, and blow. Up Pretty wholesome something. fun. We had a yeah. lot of wholesome fun, but never. Yeah, dude. We like compared to like most fireworks. Kids, yeah, you're no, you're right. You're we were right, not you're drinking. Right, right. We're not like. We didn't go. I didn't go to any parties or any of that kind yeah. of stuff. I was always never just any of that. So like those those type of kids are like really like outliers with our team. Like the kid that Gage is describing, like really doesn't fit in with any of the kids. Like at that time, 
So that's why it's like, I know for some people it's like, oh, you see that happen a lot. But for us, like in our team, that was like totally unheard of almost. So I see the problem with a lot of college teams is they recruit a lot of those guys. I feel it's pretty, yeah. yeah, pretty easy to see who those guys are. And they always go to certain types of schools. I'm going to hold my tongue which schools those are. But there's always the guys and then it builds bad culture and then you have a mess on your hands and you just continuously not be successful. In my mind, that's how I feel. I don't know. I'm not a coach. Yeah, I don't know. But that's a, that's, a, that's a huge part of like, I think our careers too is like growing up. Uh, I think when, you know, what we experienced and in, in just the, like, the type of teams that we grew up playing for uh, and, you know, being around our dads as coaches really just allowed us to, like Mike said, just have like a lot of like pure, just fun and stuff. And volleyball always is just like the most, the best time. Cause that was literally our best friends. Like all of our best friends were, were there on our teams every weekend they'd all come like we'd have 12 guys at our house every single weekend so it was just like the best memories and we didn't need like anything else because yeah. our dad made sure that like for us it was like it was clear what your priorities and your responsibilities were and you had to adhere to that every single day after every single day after school it was in high school you had to be at the facility 30 minutes after the end of the last bell rings you had to do your jobs and then you could go to practice and then you had to do your homework. And then on weekends, it's like, okay, that's when you get to travel to tournaments. They, I mean, there's not many parents that would allow for 10 to 14 high school boys to stay at your house every weekend. So like the fact, like th that was really our time to kind of like have fun, let loose outside of practice. And they allowed us to kind of do whatever and go do stuff and show the guys around the Bay area. But like during the week, it was like, boom, you get your stuff done, uh, adhere to everything. You want to tell them the time about when mom walked in high school practice? Pull me out? Yeah. Because you see this in movies, but a lot of people, like, parents wouldn't actually do this. They might joke about it. Yeah, so we had this thing. <laughs> so this rule. So I was always a studious guy, right? Yeah. Uh, no, fun fact, on a roll, and all Big West, all academic. Look at him right here. In college, you know, I just learned. Yeah. Basket weaving. Sure. Exactly. Samoan. So. Yeah, uh, yoga. Was your third class yoga? Yoga. It was Coach yoga. Athletics. Intro to basketball. Coaching athletics. Um, hula. Um, kickball. Mm -hmm. All of the above. Right. So I made sure. I'll just say. I'll just say. I made sure to schedule the right classes. Stuff I didn't have as much control of in high school. And uh, my mom had this rule. They're very. Like I said, my mom and dad have this rule. They're very strict on things. Um, oh, they weren't. Okay, first of all, for school, they were not strict. It was like you get A's, in, A's and B's, and we're okay. Yeah, yeah, they don't expect you to be yeah. like, yeah. You can't say they were strict in school. No, well, well, if you cross a line, there was a very <laughs> swift and harsh judgment. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Understandable. Um, and my mom said if you have like one or two, if you have, I think it was one or two C's, I'm pulling out of high school volleyball. I had three one time. Saturday morning, or yeah, Saturday morning was a weekend. Practicing at Camp Alino High School, high school we went to. We're in the small gym. All of a sudden, I see my mom coming. I'm like, Mom! And I was like, Oh <laughs> no. I said, Wait. I was like, Mom! And then I was like, When? How? It, which times has mom come in in the middle of practice? <laughs> not coming <laughs> to say good yeah. job or something. <laughs> when does she ever come into practice? It's been a good thing for you, Gage. I'm like, Oh, Mom. <laughs> oh no. And uh, 
she walks with my high school coach. She's like, Coach, um, I need to see Gage right now. And I go over to her. I'm like, hey, hey mom. And she's like, get your stuff. I was like, oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, I also have your a very good. Your mom was always nice to you, though, because she knew you had some, you know, special. Yeah, 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 100%. She was. Not the case. She was she not was. Nice. What do you mean? Yes, she was, Gage. She was, oh, bro. She gosh. gave you so much leniency with, like. No, she did. she did. So, she did. Dude, she did. When you're a parent, you're going to realize she was very Dude, yeah. with you. Even she talked to me, like, you know, with Gage. <laughs> and then she would talk about this, And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Gage, it was, it was clear. If you have three C's, it's totally like on par, especially for a no, family. I said, I said your, your mom, she's the dean of kinesiology and she's the athletic director. <laughs> what and, you, what like you, your parents grew what up what in you, athletics. What do, you, what do you expect people to do? Just come in there and start beating me? <laughs> no, like, you're saying she, she was, was hard. Like, she was. Like, she always had a soft spot in her in her heart. Yeah, yeah, she does. She still does. She mom had a soft academic spot abilities. Yes, she yeah. always said she was gonna cry when you graduated. Her intellectual college. capabilities. My mom, my mom, my mom didn't believe I graduated college when I graduated yeah, that's because right. I didn't get my diploma because of COVID. And for three weeks straight, she didn't think I graduated college, so I had to call the university in the middle of my summer. To call them <laughs> because my mom wouldn't believe, and she had something hostage of me or something like that, where she's like, "You're not gonna get this until you prove to me you actually graduated." I was like, "Mom, I graduated." She's like, "No, you didn't. Let me see it." So I had to call the university, and apparently I had like a moped ticket I had to pay. Paid a moped ticket, and it got there, and I gave it to her. I was like, "Mom, here's my diploma. Here you go." And she almost cried right in front of me. She's like, "You did graduate." I was like, "I told you that, Mom." Um, stellar degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but she, my mom, my mom with the academics are in there thick and thin. So thank you, mom. Um, I've never heard but, of this uh, major, but good job. <laughs> Every time Gage always says like, oh, Phoenix online. No, I'm just kidding. People have to understand Gage, a lot of stuff he had coming for him and he yeah. did it to himself. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And he, and he always tells these stories. I'm like, no, some things he was born with Joe. You you don't tell him that's, that's that. like the 20th what do you time. Think, that what you am did I born? Like what you keep referring to like. Never mind, never mind. Growing up in practice and stuff, like when Gage got yelled at, he tells stories, and my dad's so mad, but he doesn't tell him that he did it like 20 or 30 times before, too. I'm, you know. I'm usually pretty honest about my stuff. And so when my dad's getting mad, I was like, yeah, because it's the same thing over no, I, I and over and I'm, over. Remember the time that you I always showed him the idiot. underwear you had to wear spandex? Okay, first of all, that was a personal preference. No, it's not. You didn't have underwear, so mom made you wear spandex. Let her fly, baby. Also, I, also, yeah. do you guys wear loose underwear when you play? I wear extremely no, loose underwear. Not anymore. It's as shown in one of our videos or our TikToks that went really viral. And uh, I just, I'm not a guy that just likes to be cooped up. You know what I'm saying? Also, but, and at the end of the story, my mom basically pulled me out of practice, suspended me until I got those three C's up. Which, like, when you had three C's, it's not like, oh, tomorrow I can go make up these assignments. Like, it takes, especially for Gage. Mm, sometimes it takes sometimes you can kind of, they're yeah. like, you're missing. Uh, Eight Apparently, homework yeah. assignments. Turn them in. <laughs> what? Voila. Eight? There you go. You're good. No, my mom, yeah, my mom pulled me out of high school volleyball twice on two different occasions. And I and she would make me go to the tournaments and support my team and watch. Not on the bench either, but in the crowd. So she was she was very strict about that. And um, I love her for good it. Good learning lesson. 100%. Great learning lesson. Got my stuff together. I'm now, no one can take away my all academics and Dean's List at Hawaii. So... Round of applause for Gage. Thank you very much. Love you, Mom. But yeah. Um, nice job, Gage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. 
that's my story with academics. And I think if you're a parent out there, make sure you put strict lessons on your kids or else you're going to end up with a gauge with a gauge coach doing dodgeball on day one on the wall, absolutely rifling, uh, hurtling these balloon balls yeah, at you. Yeah, exactly. More parents need to need – to, uh, I think they can learn something about a lesson. If their kid pushes the coach to that extreme, then maybe there's something <laughs> – Wrong with me and the parent. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you look at both exactly. sides. Not just Gage. Obviously, there's things wrong with Gage, but. Well, this is a good time as any to talk about all volleyball. You know those balloon volleyballs I was talking about? Yep. Guess who has those? Guess who has those? I'm, I'm going to guess all volleyball. Allvolleyball.com. If you have a kid that you feel like you need a little extra motivation, and there's certain drills that you need, and there's certain equipment, uh, equipment that you need for this certain drills, all volleyball will have you. I guarantee it. And use a promo code HEAT, just like the HEAT you've been bringing at those kids, all capitals, 20% off. Link in the bio. With that being said, here we're going to wrap it up here. Um, uh, Send us your best club stories in video format. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. It. That'd be and awesome. We can, and we can react to them. And if you, yeah, yeah. Definitely do that. And uh, Let's do like a, a quick rifling of uh, fast answer questions. Okay. Okay. okay, funniest teammate you had in club. Uh, oh, this is, I think it's just because I've been with him the longest. It was in there, but it's just the longest. The, uh, I had a lot, but just because it wasn't even that he's trying to be funny. It's no one's gonna like, know who we're talking about. Person. Also, no one knows who we're talking about. I know he, this no, guy. No, it's okay, is, but it's definitely because I'll tell a quick, really quick story. Basically, it was like our last year. He was late to, uh, or he, he was supposed to come to our house because we were driving to LA from San Francisco. He didn't pick up uh, his phone when we called him in the morning. He didn't show up to our house. We literally walk in, and I my dad drags me. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm following him. Like, with my head down. We walk into the man's house. It, it, everybody's sleeping. And <laughs> there's uncle on the couch. My dad's throwing open all the doors. Everybody's asleep, the parents and everything, and grabs out of bed. Uh, no, he wasn't at home. He was yeah. at a buddy's house. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes running in the house. It's 7 a.m. Frick. But there's so many ridiculous stories. I, I won't get into it, but for sure him. I would say the combination of because they're my age and they were just absolute goonage. Uh, those two as a whole are just my favorite. What about you? I would actually say. Mm. Super funny man, like super funny guy. So I'll give it to him. Okay, come up with a question. Fast one. Uh, what was the uh? Oh frick! I had one in my mind just before then. What's the biggest punishment you ever deserved from a coach? Biggest punishment. Like it was big, and you're like, yeah, I deserve that. Like, for my dad was, yeah, I had some physical discipline, for sure. No, but, like, like, like running 200 laps or something like that. Oh. Nah, we didn't run. At Kula Kula, it was only practice was done. That's just, just what he would do. Practice is done. For me. Five minutes in, ten minutes in, didn't matter if you did something wrong. It was just done. He just bag him up. For me, one time my dad was coaching us. It was after we won the tournament. We won the tournament, and then we had practice the next day in Clovis for some reason. So crazy. 
Um, so <laughs> it was in the morning. You guys are nuts, and We were having man. fun. Actually, the night before, we got the cops called to our house because of fireworks once again. And we were staying in someone's, <laughs> we were staying in someone's house. And we're like, can we do fireworks in your backyard? Like, yeah, go for it. Just lighted up the sky, and the cops came. Anyway, the next day, we're doing practice in a gym. And I started kind of mouthing off to my dad a little bit, which I shouldn't have. Maybe I, it was a snarky. I was a, it was a snarky thing I said. And I remember he had a ball and he chucked it at me, and I caught it with like one hand. I looked him in the eye and I tossed it back to him. He's like, "Get the hell out of practice!" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, all right." And I wallowed out and I just started napping. Uh, well, started napping under a tree outside, and my mom comes out and just starts yelling at me. I was like, "Get your ass back in there!" I was like, "Okay, mom." I was like, "Yeah, I can't deserve that." <laughs> Dude, there's two. There's two that point out. One, I threw sand in my brother's face, and my dad. Oh, he lost it. But he didn't really. There wasn't like an exact pun. He yelled at me a bunch. Of, oh. He said he's gonna leave you. Yeah, yeah. He said he's gonna leave me at the beach. Yeah, because I was so. My brother and I obviously we fight on the court all the time. But the one that stands out the most is I was just in a like crappy mood. I was mad about all kinds of things, and my dad just starts screaming out at me about something, and I just respond back to him one time. Yes. Ouch! <laughs> With the screamed salute. and saluted him, <laughs> threw me out of practice. I'm like, yeah, I, I earned that one. Well earned. My friend Jack guys are still. Oh my gosh. What was it? What's the what like one of the stories that, that you forgot about something? Like the best story that you have about like forgetting something? Well, it was like forgetting the time of practice, forgetting an object or something, and not having at practice or a game. I've forgotten shoes and stuff, but the the one that came with a cool, but a funny punishment was one time in a tournament. I'm a bear, all right. So let's say my dad always has this rule being both jerseys, right? They're wearing white. I'm wearing orange because that's Packer colors. I go in. I, I don't bring my white jersey. I only bring my orange. We're killing this team the first set. The second set, he's like, all right, Gage, you're going to hit this next set. And even if it was a, like a fun game, my dad's not one to mess around. So it wasn't like, all right, let's put a little barrel hit. But I actually can hit. I was like, all right. And I was like, actually, I didn't bring my other jersey. And he loses it and just lights me up. He's like, you know what? From now on, you're the jersey guy. <laughs> Like the, he's like, you're the juice box boy. Like, <laughs> the jersey boy. He's like, you're going to go, and you're going to make sure, before every game before we leave the hotel, because we're in Southern California, Anaheim at this point, he's like, you're going to make sure everyone has their jersey and show it to you. And so I had to go around the lobby. I was like, hey, guys, can you can you guys show me your jerseys? <laughs> oh, me and like, Joe got it worse than that. Yeah, yeah, oh, you guys got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Do you have time for that story? Mm, I think Last I told story. it on here. Okay, maybe we did tell it. I think we've already told it, but yeah, we. Okay, that's true. We were Jersey boys. crazy. We were more than the Jersey boys. We were just. Oh, uh, we were the team. We were the now you're, team all, you're our job right butlers. now. We were the team butlers, butlers. literally, literally. Um. Yeah. No, I was forgetting things all the time, but there's nothing that bad. I forgot my yeah. shoes. A decent. You forgot your shoes at nationals oh, at, at the, the airport. airport. We had to go drive back and yeah, get them the, before the first yeah. day. Yeah, and they were still there. So. Yeah. Adding zero, just remember them. No problem. Great shoes, by the way. They're great shoes. Actually, belong in the uh... Hall of Fame. No, the you shoe, survive. the shoe ranking. Yep. That we did. Should we do another one of those? No, I think I got mostly, but yeah. Shout out to the Addy well, Zeros. Well, think about the D Rose it. Crazy Lights or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the Crazy Lights, but the at the Addy Zeros and UC Irvine was those the first so college nice. team to really, and every kid had them in SoCal. Every single. Oof, kid. They were nice. Um, but those, the, I don't know why they died off, but also I think we should do a, another ranking of shoes because Giannis is new. You have Giannis is now or Kyrie Irving's have stock has risen. Um, and I feel like we should do a few more in my, and there's other bubble shoes. Okay. I got, I got one last question. Top talent 
that you saw in club volleyball? Could it be myself? Yeah, for sure. I once um, to challenge myself. I did this on two separate occasions. It was about nine. It was about a little under 100 degrees outside in beach volleyball. I was like, I really want to see what I can do. Test my athleticism, endurance. I had an entire bag of jumbo marshmallows before practice. Outside the 100 degree heat, and I practiced the entire time. I was completely fine. Another time, I gulped down five hot dogs, both in the in the facility one time. I'd also eat like wings out before, right before practice, stuff like that. But it was mainly been like food stuff, just to like challenge myself. Um, and I came out as champion, better for it. Okay. Dude, I that, that that went a different way than I thought. I meant like I, talented in volleyball. <laughs> in club? Oh, it yeah. hands down for sure TJ at that age. Uh, TJ and Micah, for sure. You guys both. Or uh Tui. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like 13-year-old Tui. 13-year-old Tui, I think was probably the best at their age bracket of any club player of all time. I don't think there's a question about it. Feed maybe 14-year-old Tui, too. Maybe 14-year-old. Dude, I I always hear about Taylor Sander when he was in club. It's just pretty ridiculous. But he never won a NAF championship. He never won? OCBC never won. When maybe he won one. But Taylor not, Sander like, watching him, we weren't allowed to watch any other team any or any volleyball at all at nationals. And he was like one of the few people that we – got the chance to watch because we asked my dad can we just watch this one guy like serve and he got an ace and it was unbelievable and he said okay we can watch him serve like a few more times we got to watch like five five points of his and that was like the most volleyball we ever got to watch he was pretty incredible when um, uh, i would say to me 14 under two is pretty ridiculous when we were 14 years old we played tormar in semifinals of the of the bronze bracket and obviously they had eli who was Hydration Thracian's older brother, but there's this one guy named Alfredo. He's about 5'4, five, 5'5. Five, five. Dude's got probably like a 40 some inch vertical. He had this like 40 step approach and he had this like crackhead energy to him and he had this mullet and he would just come, his lefty, he's just a gunslinger. And obviously he's Puerto Rican, so he's absolutely firing. And he would do this like, you would think he's coming in for the back row, but he'd be a front row hitter because his approach is so long. And he would never tip. He would just come in blasting every single thing. I, you know, I, like I would think, like tap me into like, and then going to ripping, and uh, he was next level lefty cannon. When he when you're five six and when you got to play sixteen seventeens and an eight foot net, he wasn't as effective. But fourteen years old, they won the gold medal that year. They beat us in three. Um, but yeah, I I gotta sign off with one story. I know we're I know we're signing off here. Uh, one story just that stands out because I don't know if a lot of people still know about this in the club world. But it uh it defined our 18s year. I think this was the storyline of our 18s year, um, involving our dad. We play HPC in uh, December in some just random tournament. It has there's no like implications on it. We don't have like three of our starting guys, and we lose. And it's kind of close. We get in the 20s of all the sets. My dad's like just just make it competitive, and you know uh, and my dad shake. And they were pretty pumped up after they beat us. My dad shakes all their hands. And he was last in line. Yeah. And he shakes every single one of their players and staff hands, and he tells them, see you when it counts, see you when it counts, see you when it counts, referring to national championships in July. And we didn't know this until after he brings us into a team huddle, and he kind of, like, told us. He's like, hey, boys, hey, I, I, uh, I appreciate all you guys fighting and everything. I let him know. And then he told us what he told him. We're like, oh, my 
gosh. And, of course, they were did not like that. The next time we play them at uh, the qualifier, we have everybody but one of our starters. But we switched Micah. Micah was on the right side. Oh, okay. On the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we had everybody from the team at that point there. And we lose in three. But prior to the match, they bring out a life-size cut cut out image of my dad with a speech bubble saying see you when it counts because that's what they thought he was referring to they beat us in three they were super hyped we still qualified and everything uh obviously micah joins our team that year we talked to him uh all that spring he comes and joins us for the summer season and the we lose them again in a super intense match in la Create that last point. I still remember. I dig the ball. Mike, it goes up the swing, and Pat, like, <laughs> do you remember that? Behind the no. ball. Pat, like, Pat back to the net, and you smack his hand. The ball goes flying out of bounds for match point in the fifth or in the third. It was, oh, it, was it was a crazy play. It was TJ open Bick, and I didn't, didn't even see the ball. I was just standing there. It just bounces off my hand <laughs> to the net. Perfect set to you, and you go up and pass back to the net. Puts his hand up, and you just smack his hand, and the ball hits. Like, oh, that no. hits his, just flies out the back. Um, so we lose, they were fired up, but it's still like, you can tell he's like really competitive It's a close match. So you knew it was going to be a battle in, in, uh, nationals. We go and we beat him, uh, at junior nationals that year, our 18s year. And my, I go to my dad, the first thing I do is I go, I'm like, dad, don't say anything. You don't need to say anything. Like we beat him. Like you don't need, <laughs> and he's just kind of smiling. Cause he, I knew he wanted to, <laughs> but he didn't have to. Cause their libero Blake diamond comes up to him and kind of smiles. And he's like, I guess this one counts coach. And my dad just gave him a nod. Oh, that's nice. Left at that. But that was a story I had to tell. Cause I don't know. I don't know how many people knew that story, but funny when they brought out the life size. I'm like, Oh, now my, my dad's in their heads now a little bit. Yeah. He's going to be <laughs> fired up. Dude. Got kicked oh, out yeah. for it. They got kicked out. They for got, it. Yeah. They almost got like, I mean, they were the, threatened the, to be kicked out of the region did. for it, but that would never happen. Yeah. So, well, that's a classic dad. He was on. He was on. It's just a funny story. I'm like, oh, this is so create a little job. Everybody kind of knew about, obviously, in the club world, and kind of like knew about the rivalry. The game building up, so it was sick. Alrighty. You need more stuff like that, though. Yeah, you do. Hundred percent. I would say that. Hey, man. Yeah. I no, that. I appreciate that about people. I'm. You got to be ballsy to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, my I put my dad in that category. Yeah, for sure. My dad too. My dad would do some wild stuff. I'm like, holy cow, dude! The ball roll on the court. One of my favorite stories about your dad. Yeah. No, he, even Charlie, dude, Charlie was nuts, man. But my dad just had more of a presence. Yeah. At that point, he was just a presence, and people were just like, oh, man, this guy's out of his mind. Everybody knew our signals. Like, everybody knew, like, big circle, like, all this. He was so loud. He would just yell at us. We, We were only, I always say, we were only good because of the fear we had for him. We are strictly performing based on fear and fear alone. What ball roll story is that? No, there was just a ball that went on at the back, the back of the like court, uh, when we had like gotten a kill and they called the replay. Uh, and we were like, "What? Where was the ball?" And they're like, "It went out. It went like across their back line." And we we're like, "But we set middle and like he like tipped it. Like we, we nobody saw the ball." Like no replay, replay. So I see my dad. He goes to the back of the bench. He's like, "Okay, okay, no problem." The next point, they're about to score. He dumps the whole ball cart onto the court. There's like 15 balls rolling on the court, and he just runs to the R2. He's like, "Yep, that's a replay. That's a replay. Yep, let's collect the balls here. Replay." <laughs> he got, he got, he got a for that. 
god. That's so Coach legendary, Coach, man. He picked up a ball and punted it like 18 courts down because some kids wouldn't stop playing on the court next to us. Like kids that were like little siblings of somebody. And it was an important match against MB Surf. And they like the ball came on like three times. He picked it up. And he showed it to them like this. And he faced the other way and he just drop kicked it like as far as he could. He booted that thing. Classic, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and there's plenty more stories where that came from. Sometimes we like to kind of deep delve into our... Yeah. Yeah, we got to do it a few more times here and there. Yeah, 100%. And then bring on guys that we just kind of talked about. Um, with that being said, guys, if you can't handle heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by allvolleyball.com.